It is Season 7, Episode 2 of the Whales Are Whales Pod. Cast. 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 I am Brining. Brining. <laughs> You're not starting over. You're leaving that in. You're not starting over. You need to continue. Control yourself and continue. I, I have officially ruined the last part of the intro. I've never <laughs> There's nothing left. I had a whole bit. I was going to do in a, a New Zealand accent, and it's going to be really funny, but I don't need to anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> you set the tone. You, you, you didn't even try. Uh, like you, you couldn't have tried even... to do that as badly as you did. I guess you could have messed up on it's or something. No. Jeesh. I'm just trying to think of what word I was thinking of saying next that caused <laughs> that caused me to call myself brining because I was absolutely thinking of another word. Oh, are you my brining gosh. cucumbers right now I'm in your actu- house? I, I am actually crying now. So, oh my gosh, the that brining was has begun. <laughs> oh, I peaked my mic too. <laughs> I think why it was so funny for me too is I caught myself as unaware by that as everyone else. So the humor, humor really works on me. Um, I am, I, yes. I am Brian. Hi. Joining me today is is Cameron. Hello, Cameron. Uh, hi, Brian. How are you? And. <laughs> It's Steven. Hello, Steven. Hi. Oh, anyway, I've already said the episode number and everyone's names, so I don't really know where we go from here. Oh, I've got an idea. How are you, Steven? Uh, you know, you always regret it when you ask me that. Because normally my response is I sort of like wander around and think about it on multiple levels and I kind of monologue for a while and try to throw in a couple of jokes. Yeah, here and it's there. normally quite like this. Mm-hmm. And I eventually settle on them pretty good. Oh, you have to tell your dream. Okay, I must tell of the dream. You have to. It's so good. Please enter my dream tent and have a seat. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That's not that was the, that was me that was entering like. your dream tent. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess it's just a Cameron specific thing. Okay. Yep. So, um, the other night I had a uh, well, a night full of dreams, just packed to the gills with dreams. Um, uh, it went through several dramatic arcs, but I will isolate it <laughs> to the one part that I think is funny and relevant. Was Bobby flaying it the other day? Was Bobby flaying it? He might have been deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it specifically, though. Um, so in my dream, I was uh, at a boardroom meeting for the local pet sitters. Um, actually, I think it was the countrywide gathering of pet sitters for the company that I don't work for. <laughs> I don't know why I was part of a pet sitting company in this scenario. Um, but I was there and highly uncomfortable. Um, and my mom was there, too, because she's the one who started our company. Um, in this version of the dream, I did not have ownership of the company. Uh, I was not a co-owner. I was, in fact, just a manager basically working for my mom, which is how I guess it kind of started. So um, I'm there fidgeting, not wanting to be there, being both grumpy and awkward and uncomfortable. I can relate and, to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how am I getting out of this meeting? I don't even belong here. And my mom's trying to bring me in to the the fold here and kind of talk me up a little bit and she's like hey here we are this is steven he's our manager kind of the big cheese of the company she wants you to take over well that's basically what's happening in this dream oh (laughs) i think um and i'm like uh yeah 
And then I just turn, I, I flip a switch in my head and I just look at everyone and say, I don't know if I'm really the big cheese. I'm more like the small cubic cheese, you know, the kind <laughs> of little toothpicks in it. And everyone starts <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and I start, I get a boost of confidence and people are like, oh, like Swiss cheese or Havarti. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess that's accurate. I am pretty white. And then everyone just bursts into laughter. and They're like clapping at this point. <laughs> and so I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, I seal the deal by saying, um, well, I mean, you know, the jokes are par for the course, though, guys, because, you know, cheesy. And at that point, people are just shaking my hand. And it's <laughs> I've saved the meeting and I have confidence. And <laughs> that's kind of the end of that segment of the dream. Um, that's that. It sounds like, well, first of all, I'm glad to hear that your dreams are basically you in dream form. That's really cool. They're yeah, no different than real life. Um, and it sounds like it's 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 how do i describe it it's it's imitating your own life where you often feel that weird disconnect between people in a room mm-hmm. and in your mind you believe that just making a joke will 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 break the ice but in reality it does mm-hmm. usually break the ice pretty well obviously um people don't typically give you standing applause and shake your <laughs> right and stuff, but usually your strategy of of making jokes in a situation that is maybe not super uh it is or maybe it is a little awkward usually works mm-hmm. so yeah that, that's a good I, I interpretation do like steven doesn't reach for the stars in terms of his like uh wish fulfillment in dreams he's like this <laughs> yeah, seems yeah. this seems reasonable uh yeah i love that especially the part <laughs> where you pantomime people shaking your hands uh <laughs> i'm just like this is amazing this is the best um so thank you Stephen, for sharing with the class so You're that's welcome. all that's been going on in your life since about a month ago when we talked last night huh? <laughs> well i can tell you the other parts of the dream uh but <laughs> is there anything that's happened in your life that has not involved the dream night you had in the dream tent sure a couple things probably um <laughs> so that was <laughs> if you'd like i mean i'm not forcing you or anything i'm playing minecraft again oh it's is it that time of the year? <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm looking at my calendars since it's a new year. So, are you playing with any mods, or are you just going in straight vanilla? I'm doing mods. Cool. No, that's that's exactly what you should be doing at this point in our life of Minecraft. Mm-hmm. If vanilla doesn't do it for me anymore, and um, I I downloaded I, last time I played Minecraft when I went on a really hard bend, I just downloaded a a Sky Factory mod, which was a lot of fun. What did you end up getting? Oh yeah, I remember that now. So. So far, the mods has, has more been a, like an unwinding at the end of the day research project for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just installing them and learning <laughs> how they work and getting um, Optifine, I think it's called, up, up and running, which gives you a billion options under the hood to tweak the, uh, like the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, 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 the graphics? The, 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 yeah, I guess the graphical settings. Stick? That's close oh, enough. Okay. Um, but it also interacts with mods that you install. So, you know, it allows them to let you toggle things and put fancy effects on. So, um, I'm going in though, pretty much with no mods to start since I haven't played in so long. And I'm going to start slowly adding them in as I see fit. So right now it's just been vanilla and I just completely in love with the game i forgot how much i love minecraft well Mm -hmm. something that i realized when talking to you Stephen, was how much um 
I, I don't know if you shared this experience or not. I have not been going back to Minecraft. Though you've made me interested in it. But I realized mm -hmm. how much of my experience in Minecraft was spent, uh, like, playing with friends who were showing me stuff. Like, I would play with Cameron, and he'd show me his, his uh, like, town and mm -hmm. a few other friends, and they'd show me, you know, what what's it called? The uh, Ender, or what is the, the, the end. other... The End. The End? Yeah, uh, that, that hellish void you can go to. Oh, well, to. that's the Nether. And so, the Nether, that's what I was thinking of. Thank you. I never made it to the End. Um, But that sort of thing, and very little of my experience was myself actually figuring stuff out and how it works like mm -hmm. i played minecraft when it first came out like in beta i think before there was even like a survival mode or when the survival mode is very very basic um and i thought it was interesting and i played it for a few hours but that's kind of where the self-discovery ended after that it was mostly friends showing me things um mm -hmm. and i thought that was kind of interesting where i never really had the full minecraft experience of like discovering how everything worked in that game it, um, it's a it like has a million layers to it both literally and uh metaphysically because uh so much of what minecraft is to me is mystery and exploration and wondering what is that what what in the world is that and yeah well you have friends showing you around it's fun social time and you learn a lot but you're not applying and uh digging things out for yourself and that's that's a big part of the game i would say you're not playing the game in that sense you are kind of enjoying the game um, because I think mm -hmm. the game, I think you're, I think you, you're totally right. The game itself is about exploration and mining and, and crafting interesting things that you, that you find, or what does this thing do? Oh, I can make this out of this. That's cool. But you're not, when, right. you're, when your friend is showing you around, <clears throat> it's still really cool and you can enjoy the vistas and you can enjoy the things people build. But I think getting in a, a world by yourself and just yeah going is how is is what i would call playing minecraft mm -hmm. um, it's sort and of that's like, where i think i've had very little actual experience playing minecraft which is crazy because steven and i were talking about it and it seems like the kind of game we uh would love to play and it was like oh i didn't i didn't actually ever play it that much like i felt like i played it a lot but mm -hmm. not in the sense that you guys are talking about so mm -hmm. it um like imagine if you were to go to a an unfamiliar city and you stay with a friend and they show you around to all their favorite places and they drive the whole time. That's right. super fun. But if you <laughs> yeah. move to the city and you're just there, it's like, I got to figure out how to get to the grocery store. Then it's right. totally different. Yeah. 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 Um, Steven, so what are you kind of focusing on right now uh, on this particular instance of like, I mean, like specifically in the game, what are you doing? Um, top level, I'm actually opened the old uh, whales or whales realm oh that we had going with my house ago. in the mountainside well that's the thing cameron uh, turns oh. out they delete the servers if you leave them alone for long enough oh so i'm afraid we've lost all of the grand structures that we built oh, together yeah we which worked is so sad. hard <laughs> well i worked really hard on my <laughs> oh did you <laughs> i missed the lava forge oh. they, they now save um because we had a realm up on running for my xbox friends which by the way i'd love to show you guys that city uh we made island Ooh. cities it was amazing um but nowadays you can save the um the realms to your local disc and if you ever want to yes. you can re-upload them to so the nice. realm um so yeah and it shouldn't be a problem anymore in the future if you ever like 10 years down the line if you as long as you have exactly. it saved locally it should be around still yes 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 so i'm going to start backing it up regularly um and that will be a great relief um and the kind of the reason i want to do the realm which costs money versus just playing on my own is because i want to use this as a place to 
um, hang out with friends. I, I just want it to be like a platform that I can just have an open invite for anyone who wants to come and just carve out their own little spot in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully, Cameron, if you're not super sick of Minecraft, <laughs> you can drop by at some point. Uh, it has been about a year since I played Minecraft. I, maybe maybe early last year, right when COVID was hitting me and my friends all jumped back on the realm for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, that sounds like it could be pretty fun. Uh, I I did I did realize that I was probably <clears throat> too good at Minecraft when I when I figured out the formula for getting diamond very quickly. Um, oh yeah. And so what I would do is I'd make I, we would be in a group with like six other, six of my friends, and I'd, I I'm going mining guys, and they're like, all right, here here, here comes the diamond. How, let's let's time along takes Cameron to find diamond. It'd be like. I found diamond. Got diamond. All right, cool. Uh, six pieces of diamond. All right, going going for the next patch. Five minutes later, uh, I found diamond, guys. I found diamond. Here we go. Literally, I would come out of the mine in an hour with two stacks of diamond. Um, and funnily enough, that was my that was kind of my goal for a while was to learn how to mine properly and to really find the mm. rare materials. And once I did that, I was like, I don't have a purpose in this game anymore. Right now, I'm yeah, just I'm just done. <laughs> It's one of the dangers of having like a big goal like that in free flowing games like yep. uh, Minecraft. Sometimes you reach them like with our satisfactory yep. factory. We did it and we're like, oh, OK, bye. <laughs> yeah. And even just trying to go back and do anything right. else, it just yeah. makes you like makes it tense up. Like that happened to me with. um, uh, Oh, my God. The farming game. Yeah, Valley? of course. Yeah. Stardew Valley. My goal was to Farmville. marry. Yeah, Farmville. Uh, my goal was to marry either I can't remember her name. It was either like Abigail or Mary. I don't know. There I married... was an Abigail. I don't know if there was a Mary. I okay, forget. so I married somebody with blue hair. She had blue hair. Um, oh, and that was my yeah, whole okay. goal. And the second we got married, I was like, I'm done. That's 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 a year and a quarter into <laughs> that's the game marriage, time. right? It was done. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the ball and chain. Tell <laughs> yeah. me about yep. it. <laughs> but um, shoot, I was gonna make an actual point instead of a really stupid joke earlier. Oh yeah. That idea of um, goals, I think that the brilliance of games like Civilization and why they get known for just one more turn is they have overlapping goals where anytime you're done with a goal, you've started two or three other goals. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, yeah. now I'm already excited about the next one. But like with our factory, Cameron, we made the quote unquote mistake of setting one end goal and we had no goals really beyond that that were going at the yeah. time. We would have had to start from scratch. And it was just so overwhelming at that point to add a goal into the rotation that we actually hit an end point. Um, yeah, which and, isn't and necessarily bad. It just mm -hmm. means you'll be less interesting. And we made it in a way, too, that was we were so goal driven for that one particular goal that yeah. that it, it's like we, we everything was just a, a, a complete and total absolute mess. That only yeah. the, th the whole system's only purpose was to get to that one single goal. And so yeah. even trying to do anything else at all or change anything would break everything because it was so yep. oriented to doing that one specific thing, not even mm -hmm. like past that one specific thing. No, just that one thing. And anything else after that <laughs> was impossible. Just yep. impossible. <clears throat> yep, absolutely. So not going back to that game. Um, but yeah, Minecraft, on the other hand, I do want to go back to that. So I have I'll a realm some of that with these you want to join my I, realm. I, I have heard about your realm. Are you like <laughs> handing out pamphlets or something or? Yeah, What's please that? spread the good news. Um, all right. All right. Now, now the I, Windows version, right? Yeah. Yeah. Java version. Yes. Oh, Java version. Yeah. Oh. I'm doing mods like, you know, fun free mods. 
you can there is mods in the Windows version, but okay, I'll have to redownload the Java version. <laughs> and um, if you want, I'm almost positive there's a bunch of mod functionality you can only do in the Java version. Oh no, there is. I'm just saying there are also mods in the Windows. Oh version. yes, yes, but, but the, yes. the the big mods are only in Java. Yeah, right. you know, I'm doing the old where I can get all my cool shaders and stuff. So, sure. You you haven't had the technology to play the RTX. Um, Minecraft have you, Cameron? I technically can. Our, our GPUs oh. technically can do ray tracing. Um, okay. That doesn't mean they can do ray tracing. So, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really, really cool. I would love to do that. Yeah, it looks nice. It's um, supposed to be coming to the Xbox Series X. Um, oh, cool. Hasn't happened yet, though. Ooh. That's really neat. Um, yeah, but like everything, uh, 30 Series cards are just gone. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you can do that on the 20 Series easily. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure where ray. No. Oh, yeah, right. Because ray tracing was going a long time. You could do ray tracing decently well on a 1080. You know, like it's not that right. new of a technology. Yeah, I just figure that. I I guess the additional context is when I upgrade. I'm assuming I'll upgrade to a 30 series, but maybe I could do a 20 series. I haven't researched it that deeply. It just depends on kind of your budget, honestly. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So, uh, Stephen, do you have anything else you would like to share about your life and dreams and goals and hopes? Um, aspirations fears uh, uh doubts um yep hmm well mm -hmm. sometimes at night i all right cameron how are you awake worrying about what's gonna happen if you know people I, abandon me maybe and did he step away from the mic really no i think that he's was supposed very to be like the, the comedic cue of like i'm just kind of going on and on and oh, you guys just keep talking you know what i was thinking that and then I didn't go with it because I was an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was legitimately yeah. like, that sounds like background noise. I wonder if he wants me to talk. I'm just going to sit here and not talk for and a while. Instead, we very awkwardly let him go on. Yeah. It's like, Stephen, sure are, are you okay? Did <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> step away from the mic? Yeah. No, we, yeah. Sorry. Uh, wow. We destroyed all, right. all humor there, but that is yep. Destroyed all humor. Uh, yeah, so, do. Cameron, mm. how are you? I am weird. Yeah. <laughs> so I would like to say, for some context, on this podcast, um, I don't know, it might have been four or five months ago. I can't keep track anymore of our podcast episodes. Mm. Um, Cameron was like, I never had an infection, an ear infection or anything. I don't take antibiotics. Why would I do that? And I was very confused and surprised by this fact so cameron would you like to tell us what's been up the last well, few let's, weeks you hold your horses a little bit yeah i right. wasn't lying I, I didn't say I, you were lying. You said it in I'm a sorry. way like I didn't. I did not mean to antibiotics. Sorry, I did not mean to imply that you were lying. I more meant to imply that you brought your cursed fate upon yourself. I've never had an infection, therefore I've never needed antibiotics. Let me just no, say totally. That. Yes, no, I have. You are not lying. <laughs> I have a sinus infection now, and it's super awful. Yeah. And it, what's really <laughs> annoying is that it because they started off as vi viruses, and usually they, those go mm. away. Um, yeah. but mine hasn't gone away. It's been over a month now. And so the doctor I saw was like, yeah, it's bacterial now. Take some antibiotics. And mm. I've been on antibiotics for four days now. What is today? Thursday, four days. And I would yeah. say it's gone down by like 10%. I'm not sure if it's all supposed uh, to happen all at once. Um, I'm, <clears throat> I, don't, so, uh, I don't know. I feel like it was typically gradual, but it, it admittedly it has been a while since I had one. Well, I, I only have seven days, um, supply so mm. i'm hoping that this takes care of it um yeah so yeah the reason i said i was weird is because i'm both good and bad right now um yeah <clears throat> the bad is of course that i have this sickness and it's what it's doing is making my sinuses really sore or not sore 
mm-hmm. imagine a sore throat except in your nose. Um, yeah. Oh, like kind yep. of raw. Yeah, like when you breathe, you can feel like cold, sure. stinging air into your nose. Yeah, oversensitivity or and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. And um, <clears throat> that's how this whole thing started. And so that's been annoying. So I, even just doing this podcast is going to be a challenge because already my throat's starting to hurt a little teeny bit. Um, and mm-hmm. I've been coughing. If you haven't heard the coughing in the background when I don't mean my <laughs> mic by accident, that's from that. <clears throat> um, and but the good thing is that this is the well, I'm just going to look it up just to make super sure I get it right. Um, this is the one, two, three, ninth day. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. <laughs> This is the ninth day in a row that I've exercised. Um, wow. Cool. With yeah. a sinus infection. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, we were talking last episode about how your body has to kind of decide to do something. You can't, can't force mm. something. Nobody can force you to yeah. do something and you can't really force yourself to do something oh, and yeah. stick with it. <clears throat> well, the other day my body said, you should go for a walk. And I was like, okay. And I was like, whoa, okay, what? <laughs> and I went <laughs> for a walk. From? And then the next day, my body was like, you should go for walking. And I was like, okay, I guess. And then after four laps of walking, my body said, you should run this last lap. And I was like, excuse you? And he's like, yeah, do it. And I'm like, okay. And afterwards, I was like, <laughs> it was miserable. Um, and then the next hmm. day, my body was like, you should, go, you should go walk again. This time, run two laps. And I was like, okay, I guess here we go. And um, now day nine. <clears throat> I my body continues to tell me to go walk and run. And um, last night, I I what I've been doing is we have a track on my school at my school, but it's not a regulation mm-hmm. track. It's just kind of just a circle of pavement. Um, so I'm, it's not it's not a quarter mile at my point. So I've been doing four laps of walking and then one of running. Um, right. And that takes me that that knocks me out. But last night I, I had already done that. And then last night at about seven o'clock or something i was like i'm bored i'm depressed i'm tired i'm just gonna go to the treadmill in the in the gym and walk some more and so i walked another mile and then i was like i want to run again and i ran another quarter mile or something yeah and then as i was about to be done I, my one thing my brain was like hey cameron and it's like stop and he's like no listen <laughs> play a song you really like a really pumped up song and run for the entire duration of that song, and then you can be done. And I was like, oh, okay. So I picked the song, yeah. and I ran for the whole song. <clears throat> and then by the end, I was totally tired. But my po- the whole point of this long-winded story is that my body decided it really wants to exercise all of a sudden. Right. And, and it's, it's... Wow. And it's, it's finally it. holding you accountable. Yeah. Um, and you don't maybe, know where it's coming from. I love that. Maybe the time I need to admit that I have been privately texting... Um, your your body while you're sleeping <laughs> so oh. we've been setting up this little plan and it seems well, to be working swimmingly well thank you um, runningly runningly yeah. no swimming unfortunately there's no pool nearby um yeah yeah it's definitely every time i go out there i'm just like i hate this i'm because it's been really cold and rainy too yeah um and so i'm just like i hate this i'm tired i don't want to do this anymore and then i do it and then i finish mm-hmm. it and never i never leave early and then i the next when i get home that day i'm like i don't i'm not doing that again tomorrow and then the next day comes and i'm like hey cameron you should go walking and i'm like no okay (laughs) it's very weird it was like it's really interesting flip switch and i and i feel miserable too i'm sick right now i'm literally sick and i feel awful and my legs hurt really really bad 
And my brain was like, it doesn't matter. You're still going to go running. And I'm like, yes, sir. I'll go running. I'm sorry. This is, I, yeah, I see why this you is, summed yeah. up your current state as weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's the best definition I could possibly think of. It is great, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is. Yeah, it seems is... like your body got tired of waiting on you, and it's just like we're doing this, man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> lace up your shoes. Yeah, and it, like I said, it wasn't my brain because my brain is not okay right now. I'm I'm in pain. Uh, my sinuses hurt. Obviously, my legs are just destroyed. Um, mm. but my body is. I probably will, I might even go walk again tonight. I don't know. I, I my my, yeah. my friends have been telling me to slow down a little bit, um, yeah. which is probably a good idea. I haven't taken a I haven't taken a rest day, but I'm scared if I stop. I won't start again. Right. Um, so I, I, think, I, I think even for rest days, just do like a slow meandering walk and don't do any. Yeah. Running. You can still yeah. go out, but I don't think you need to be pushing yourself to do more every day. Oh, but it Especially tells me it sick. wants to. <laughs> I know. I know. Wow. You might have to learn the reverse accountability, which is also <laughs> not doing the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, it's a give and take. So yeah. that's been my life. Um. <clears throat> Just trying to get over the sickness, really hoping these last bit of medications right. are able to clear it up. Um, my sleep has been okay. It has been okay. okay. I'm not mm, okay. rested at all, yeah. but I've been yeah. going to bed at decent hours, although today was really bad. My sinuses in particular today are really awful, um, so I slept mm. in like crazy. I shouldn't have done that, but besides yeah. today, my sleep has been fine. Um, usually, my yeah. bedtime has been midnight. I've been waking up about nine-ish. Okay. Um, that's not bad. Yeah, it's okay, but like I said, I'm still not rested, so it's like whatever, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So that is still a problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. That will so, be fixed. Cameron, speaking of your sleep, what kind of bed did you buy? I bought... Did you ever tell us that? Well, no, I bought a purple mattress. Ah, oh, purple. Um, it right. is memory foam, and I bought a fancy um, uh, Bed spring? It's not a spring though. It's just a stand. I don't know. What do you call that thing? You under, bed under your stand. bed? Bed stand? Oh yeah. No, bed. no. Um, a box spring? Well, it's doesn't it's have springs spring? in it. Oh, bed well, now I'm out. A bed frame. That sounds frame. right. Frame. Kabam. That, yeah, is, that sounds. That is correct. Yeah. Probably fairly right. Um, my yeah. my queries come from a place of realizing that my bed is really old. Yes. And just you can kind of feel like the innards a little bit if you mm -hmm. push too hard at this yep. point and i haven't had great sleep overall for the past few months and i'm starting to wonder but beds are expensive yes they are um the only piece of advice i have for beds is if you order any bed online nowadays they're going to be fully memory foam and some people mm -hmm. really like memory foam i Paid six hundred dollars or something for my bed, plus the hundred and fifty dollar frame or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I am like mildly happy with it. I'm happier than I should be because I paid so much for it. Um, and I don't want to feel like I wasted my money. <laughs> right, but yes. given given a redo, I would buy a real mattress, not a memory foam one. I think, I think memory foam, fully memory foam mat mattresses are untested, unproven technology. Um, the only reason they're popular right now is because it's easy to ship them because they can fold mm. up so small. Um, and so all these Silicon Valley mattress companies have popped up being able to sell these mattresses and they're good quality mattresses, but they're not, I don't think memory foam mattresses are as good as regular spring mattresses. And I would. Gosh, dang it, Cameron. We finally got a sponsor from Casper and this is what you decided to talk about. Today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's exactly those kind of companies that I, I and again, some people really like memory foam, fully memory foam mattresses. 
Um, I yeah. do. I, I particularly don't love my bed. Um, yeah. But I spent so much money on it that I'm gonna probably use it for another two or three years or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would go. Don't take the cheap way out. Don't buy something on the internet. Go to a mattress stinking store and sit on mattresses until you find one that works for you. And then, I think you're and right. Then carry it in the horrible door and carry it up the horrible yep. stairs. It's gonna <laughs> suck. But what I've always been told is to spend the most money on things that separate you from the ground. So your cars, tires, your shoes, <laughs> a pillow, and a ba- and a bed. Um, I love that advice. And just 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 bite the bullet. Buy a nice bed. Go and lay on all the mattresses. Even if, even if you get COVID. Lay in all the mattresses, find one that fits you perfectly and you like it. Get a, don't be scared by it. They're going to be like, you want to buy this $100 sleeve so you can return it if you need to? Yes, buy the $100 sleeve. Because if you hate the bed after three weeks of using it, you can return it for free and get a new one. There's, mattresses are one of the few things in the entire universe that you should really pay attention to what you're buying. Um, because it's so vital. It's so vital to your every single day of living with sleep you know yeah i guess it is something that you're going to use like seven to ten hours every single night it, one um, f- one one fourth of your life which one then affects third? your entire next day and your entire life as you said but something that i'm having a tough time getting over is we seem to be sitting here having a conversation with a version of Cameron who is telling us to do hard and difficult things for life quality. <laughs> and it's definitely and, seem and to spend add lots of money on them. Yeah, I'm worried what happened to the Cameron we all know and love. Well, you just, just like, I don't know, up- man, I bought a $20 one on Amazon. It's fine. <laughs> you, you, ha- you happen to bring up something that I've been thinking about a lot <laughs> and that yeah. I have regrets about. Um, ask yeah. me about a car. Yeah, yeah. And, no, I'm i don't care car. whatever buy whatever's cheapest who cares buy the toyota corolla yeah. for a hundred dollars i don't but care. that's that's great yep. advice that's uh yeah i yeah yep i'm i'm going to follow that advice too uh when we got our stimulus checks in from uh president donald j trump mm-hmm. um <laughs> we realized that it coincided exactly with the conversation we had been having about wanting to update our house because we've been mm-hmm. here for three years and we have a bunch of stuff that's uh kind of wearing down and things we haven't replaced and you know we tend to be very minimal mm-hmm. and uh, uh savings minded um mm-hmm. but we said well let's just put these checks towards uh wait computer come back don't go to sleep don't go to sleep you're wake still up here. wake up you're still here okay i'm still here <clears throat> yeah um wanted to, we said let's just uh put our checks towards a budget for uh for upgrading our house because it like covered exactly what we were thinking about mm-hmm. um and as we were adding to the list i'm like you know i have been thinking about a new bed is that something we could maybe add and Brian just said let me check real quick google 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 no <laughs> <laughs> okay i think that'll have to be a separate thing i save up for yeah yeah, yeah i mean I, again i would i would just spend the money man i mean don't go in to buy the queen size you know uh two thousand dollar bed but spend get a good brand that you can actually google and recognize not some chinese knockoff thing uh just Mm -hmm. talk to multiple places don't just go to one place it's like almost like buying a car weirdly um it just get get opinions from everywhere sit in all the beds test drive them you know um don't skimp on the insurance etc yeah i think that's i think that's wise i would not buy another bed from these silicon valley casper purple etc things 
Oh, but they make it sound so easy, Aunt. And I could get 10% off with this offer code from a podcast I listen to. Wow. Don't. <laughs> offer code Wales. <laughs> oh, no, no. Do oh, not put our name behind these things. a perfect offer code, right? Yeah. One day, one day. No, um, not one day. <laughs> no. Um. Well, now I have to pivot into my thing, which is talking about all of this delicious cooking I've been doing with HelloFresh. No, HelloFresh is a meal okay. kit delivery service. That, okay, I actually, actually had to go for one a... second. So, Stephen, shut him down for a second. <laughs> All right, let me let me uh, just throw in our Blue Apron ad here. Um, oh no! Just no, to... no! No! <laughs> yeah. No! Are those the only two? HelloFresh and Blue Apron. Is there a third? No, there's another one that's I think a color is there as well. Another one? It's like there's another color one. I think it's like. Red, Red Chef apron? Hat or something. Red Chef Hat. Okay, well, <laughs> no. we, can, we can do... At Red Chef Hat, we only give you the most quality ingredients. I loved their garlic baked smashed salmon Peas patty. and... And cheese. And saffron yes. infused. With, oh, it was delicious because I sure never cook. And, it, <laughs> and now I do? Yeah, I'm not quite sure how that works. <laughs> All right. Anyway, are we still just stalling for time until Cameron gets back? Yeah. Um, hey, how I have you been? So. Hey, pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah. I think if we were to look at like a graph of my day, it, it started mm. like up in the eights or nines. And uh-huh, it stayed uh-huh. up there going up to nine to eight uh-huh, to nine. A uh-huh, little uh-huh. bit of oh, wow. down to down good, to seven. Good down day. To Today. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden... I just I just lost all my energy and just became very world weary and I went all the way down to like five and four mm. and just sort of stuck around wow. there and then it crept back up to this podcast where it kind of evened up to the six or seven. Okay. Are you talking wow. about how you're feeling? Yeah, how my yeah. day has been on a graph. His his day apparently had quite the arc. Oh. Um <clears throat> Yeah. All right. Well, I it did have a topic that I wanted to discuss. Um this this week and I already you all already know what it is uh but i i had been thinking a lot about like music history and like w- the first songs i first listened to actually at, at dinner last week i asked uh both my parents like what did they remember as the first like album they bought and like when did they get mm-hmm. the music and, and simultaneously they, the they said be- the bgs jinx nope <laughs> oh um no that was my dream well, again but that was your dream again. Um, and so I was curious to ask uh, everyone as simple as here, you, you find you find friends, what your like uh, kind of music history and experiences were and what you kind of think about the era of music you grew up with. And and or and also like what kind of eras in the past you most relate to. Some people are like, I just love those 50s music, man. Don't listen to anything but big band. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I'd be more rock and roll. 40s music, nothing but big band. Um, so, yeah, that's that is my proposed topic. Uh, Steven, okay. would you go first? Because my throat is hurting. Uh, sure, no. Good plan. <coughs> sure, no. <clears throat> no problem. Um, Are you mocking me? No, yeah. that was actually sincere. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> I leaned into it a little bit for comedy. I, I could just keep talking. <laughs> um, no, I'm fine now. I'm okay. Okay, good. Um, so... That was kind of long. Can you like give me a prompt <laughs> more specific? Sure. Steven, what is the first like album or uh mm. like piece of music you remember that wasn't just oh my parents are listening to it, but like this is my sure. music and I'm listening to it on my own time. But, well I, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of cover both of those a little bit because I just remember okay. the first time I can ever remember 
responding to a piece of music positively and listening to it and like yep. dancing along to it um was michael jackson um oh, really yeah this is back back when we lived in ohio so i was probably like eight seven yeah something around there okay um and i remember uh mom would just like put on the song she's like so this is michael jackson and this was dance music you know back in you know the, the 80s um yeah and i remember listening to it um and just being like this this is incredibly good and fun and i like this music and i don't ever remember thinking that consciously that it's been saved in my memory banks before that time uh, interesting i then i ignored that. Do you music remember what, <laughs> for years do you remember to what come. song it was i have no clue okay i only remember attempting to imitate the break dancing animations i had seen in various cartoons <laughs> Was okay. not as fun as they made it look. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. This also might um, relate to back issues I now have in later. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about like first like music you owned or or like repeatedly listened to? So, I mean, for both of us, I I think I can speak pretty authoritatively here and say it's Sonic music. Um, Was it though? It, it. What else could it have been? You, I think you're forgetting an era when you owned your CD player. Sorry for having to correct your answers, but I grew up with you. Sonic Adventure 2 was not the first CD we owned. I don't even think listening to Sonic oh, CD was the first CD we owned. I guess you're right. We had like a bunch of Christian music. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and like you would Stephen listen to those Chapman. over and over and yeah. over again. Oh, you're right. There was like a yeah, you had that Christian black boy band that of, I listened to all the time. What that was, oh, oh, oh shoot, plus shoot. one, plus one. That was one of them, that, but there was, was another that one. That super familiar. There, there was, was another one. one, though. It was like in sync, but they liked God. It was not yeah, in sync, though. It, plus one. I'm serious, true, guys. True something. True wave true or... I have Christian. to look this up. Plus I know what you're talking is, about, Cameron. It's literally Backstreet Boys and sync, but Christian. I know what you're talking about, but there was another one. There's plus one. Uh... No, it's, it's not a boy band. Google. No, plus one is definitely a boy band. No, no, no. Oh. Plus one okay. is. I, I would not classify Switchfoot. <laughs> I guess they are actually a band of boys. So yeah, they could be classified technically. Oh, well. Um, oh, no, right. Cameron is right. It's plus one. I was thinking I the album right. name. <laughs> uh, the yeah. Promise is the album I was thinking yep. of. I can still but... remember some of those songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. I should, uh, the I first song of that oh, well, album. Of course, Cameron can. The first song with that album starts off with like a like a chorus of other voices, and it's like. And then it goes into like an end sync thing where it's like dun 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 that you had never walked into my life. I would have been nothing without you. I would have been nothing without you. Where would I be? And then the chorus is like, uh, You gave me your love, lifted me up. Now I know right from the start your love was written on my heart. You, you gave me your love, lifted me up. Lifted me up. 
or something like that, probably. <laughs> wow, I'm suddenly clutching a black disc-shaped CD player sitting in the back of my parents' <laughs> car trying to find myself. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Very... There yeah. was another one, though, that I'm remembering. Because that was a black album <clears throat> art. There was also a white album art. Shoot, what was that, though? Maybe it wasn't a boy band, but are you remembering that, Stephen? Like, the first song was, like, Jump, or... Whoa, wait, oh, Jump. Yeah, like, right? Christian this... boy band. It was a Christian... I don't know if it was a boy band, though. Oh. oh, that's a good idea, though. True vibe! True vibe! When you feel the joy, gonna make you wanna jump, jump, jump. Don't it make you wanna True vibe. <laughs> all right. So now Cameron and I are both right. All right. High In five. Case, I don't remember true vibe at yeah. all. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Their Wikipedia article is very small. <laughs> true yes, vibe is. is definitely what I'm remembering. Um, let me see if I can Let's see find if truevibe.com is still on the uh, internet. <laughs> I doubt it. True vibe on Amazon Music. No, it's for sale. There's their album. Jump, jump, jump is the name of the song. I was just mm -hmm. two jumps off. Um, I couldn't sing it for you, though, uh, but I'm going to try to listen to it here and remind myself. Oh, my yeah. gosh, that is auto-tuned. <laughs> Not surprised. I don't think this music was particularly Wow, good. this is very Backstreet Boys. <laughs> hmm, I think, maybe this sort of yeah. explains my fondness for BTS. Mm, I mean, there are things to enjoy about that era of pop music. Oh, yeah. Like, I can go back and listen to the Backstreet Boys and have a good time. It is funny to watch. Oh, my gosh. I just cracked up. Oh, my God. I remember this uh, song. I just cracked. Which song, Cameron? Jump, yeah, jump, jump. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're remembering it now? Very yep. cool. Um, I remember just how much I cracked up watching a video of the Backstreet Boys performing, like, two years ago when they're all, like, in their 30s and 40s, but doing the same dance moves. It's, it is truly wonderful. Uh, <laughs> in the good way or the bad way? Both. I would say both at once. Both they, sure. they look like they are not supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. It, is, yeah. it is an anachronism that reminds me you of know the, it. Cameron, yeah. you, you know that meme um, of the oh, that hello, <laughs> the what meme. is it, hello fellow kids or something? How do you do fellow yeah, kids? Yeah, it, it was like that. <laughs> Absolutely, it was that. They were just, they were yeah. like bearded just very masculine looking men doing these very not masculine <laughs> dances. And it was a strange, just a strange contradiction of time and space that I found very amusing. I, I do remember listening to those albums and that was like my, like my CDs. I picked them out, I guess. And like, right. I, I thought they were pretty well, cool. We went to the local Grapevine Christian uh, bookstore that also had music CDs. Yeah. And there. like used the headphones mm -hmm. to like listen to stuff. And yep. Um, yep. I remember, I remember the CD I picked out, like, out was uh, Chris Rice something, and then I didn't like it or listen to it very much. Anyway, oh. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you should have you stuck with Stephen Curtis Chapman. You <laughs> well, can't I wanted my own guy. version of Stephen Curtis Chapman, because that was your thing. Uh, oh, but, yeah. Uh, so I'm like, this is mine, Chris Rice. I'm like, this stinks. This is meanwhile, I'm diving in and going deep in over <laughs> my head I want to be. Um, Caught in the rush, lost in oh, the flow. Man. I hope this uh, Christian 2000s pop music talk is relatable to everyone listening. What, what's um, interesting, though, is that <laughs> Stephen and I never listened to or really even knew about DC Talk, which I feel was like one of the really? bands of that time. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I would say they were they were the one of the few who did something interesting with the genre uh-huh. IMO. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Christian music sort of sucks. Um, <laughs> oh, we didn't yes. like know about Christian music. Good we music? just <laughs> found these random artists in a local bookstore, and I remember finding out like that that boy bands were primarily like typecast for girls. And I was like, mm-hmm. am I not supposed to be listening to this? Because I like it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. is this designed for the opposite gender? I mean, it was. Yeah. But it was it was general enough that yeah. anyone could like yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, Cur- Stephen Curtis Chapman was definitely, like, I would say, the defining person of that era of life. Yeah. When we yeah, had for us, at least. We had, uh, what were they? It was the um, Speechless and what was the one that came out? Declaration. Those two were. Mm, um yeah yeah so that was that was really defining there is like that was the first music i remember but even then i was very much listening to your music because you picked up those Mm -hmm. cds and we had the little portable cd player and uh yeah that was not a particularly um counterculture way to start um not really sticking (laughs) it to our parents there um you know i think that's why i didn't even think about saying that was a like the the first album that I owned because mm. I feel like in a weird way it was insincere and not insincere. That's well, too hard. If you're con- contemporary Christian music there. Yeah, that is a problem. Well, but maybe I should say insincere, like in sync, uh, <laughs> making yeah, yeah, a new yeah. cool boy band, but Ooh. it felt like, you know, a lot of them were, were passed. Like Stephen Curtis Chapman was handed to us from mom and, mm-hmm. They were. It was music that did not integrate into my life. Like I totally forgot about it, right? But when we got to yeah. like Sonic Adventure Two, we knew about the music. We discovered it on our own, and we still listened to it. So that kind of yeah. felt like if Michael Jackson is the first thing I heard that I can mm. remember, and then those albums were the first ones I owned. I think <clears throat> Sonic Adventure Two was the first one I integrated into my life in a very deep level. Yeah. Also, on a side note, it's a little. A little sad that there is a signed version of the True Vibe album um, on eBay for Buy It Now seven ninety nine. So Aww. they didn't retain their value too much on those, buy on those it, signatures. Buy it. I'm tempted, actually. Well, maybe but... it'll be my birthday present. Don't yeah. spoil it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I would say Sonic Venture two, especially the um, the album of like it was a curated album of only like eighteen of the songs, and I like memorized mm-hmm. that track order, um, <laughs> and it had a lot of the vocal tracks and that sort of thing. So we, you know, when we were impressionable young kids, very much drilled that into our head um, very early. Um, yeah, yeah. But what That's about you, still Cameron? The definition what, of what good music is. I forget if we talked about Cameron. What your like the first individual like CD or album was for you. So whatever we talked about, I actually remembered something earlier. Mm. Um, because my my beginning of my life was very much like yours was listening to what my parents listened yeah. to and Christian music mostly. Um, because my parents were Christian. Um, are Christian, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was a lot of the same exact things as you. Um, uh, but then I remember. I remember we went to a Christian music festival called Ichthus. It was like a three day, mm. um, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't like, uh, you know, let's all sit in a prayer circle and pray right. for three days while we listen to music in the background. It was like the good bands were there. Yeah. You had Switchfoot, you had Skillet, you had uh, Reliant K, yep. you had, yep. you know, DC Talk, et cetera, yep. et cetera. 
So it was a good it was a good festival. I think even non-Christians would have enjoyed it. But I remember hearing Skillet on stage. Mm. And they were at the time of the album Collide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was really heavy. It was like it was like almost metal, except not quite, but close. And I loved it. I fell in love with it. And I so I bought that album. And uh it was with the first album I put on my first MP3 player mm. that was actually like could hold music. I had a I had one before yeah. that was that was really bad, but um, I listened to that album so many times uh, that I you know it's it's one of the of course one of the ones I had memorized, but I just over and over and over yep. and over and over again. And that was probably the that was probably one of the very earliest things that formulated my own opinion on yeah. music because mm. before it was always what my parents listened yep. to, um, but that heavy guitar riffs and screaming and dark vibe feeling songs like some of those songs are kind of even nowadays are like that's a dark song Um, right i think that really formulated what i like because pretty close after that was when i first got my first lincoln park album Mm -hmm. aha and that was like oh so this is what this rely uh skillet is to lincoln park as like uh, I can't One think of what example. Instinct is the true vibe. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, my point was like it was the step up. It was like, oh, this is actually yeah. good hard music. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I don't think Collide was a very good album mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. I I thought it's it was fine for its time and it definitely left an impression yeah. on me, but it wasn't actually super good. Right. Right. Um, but then Lincoln Park came around and I was like, what is this? Yep. Um, and I loved it, and I loved the Meteor and Hybrid Theory albums so, 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 so much. Those are the two that I have memorized as Hybrid well. I love those two yeah, albums yeah, yeah. to death. Mm-hmm. And um, and then it kind of I slowly started to formulate my own feelings on music, which was that hard rock kind of mid two thousands vibe. But I didn't, I didn't even like like the Nickelback types of crap rock. Mm-hmm. My brother liked that garbage, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I could tell, I could very distinctly tell a difference between that and i don't know something else better <laughs> yeah um but you're also pretty into and, like uh, pop punk with green day right or was it just green day green day was later and i really only liked green okay. day um i never was into pop punk at all mm-hmm. um uh, would you and, count wow, reliant calling K's green day pop, pop punk oh, that's a good point i did love reliant k a lot um i would consider them pop punk yeah which is funny because i green day calling green day pop punk is like blasphemous they're just <laughs> i um, disagree but we don't have to go into that yeah it depends on what era yeah. of green they were talking about yeah. i suppose um but yeah reliant k was another one but i kind of grew my, my love of reliant k and switchfoot not switchfoot I, sorry just reliant k right. um from my dad so i wouldn't consider that part sure. of my own identity although man do i love those early reliant k albums to death right wait um, your your dad was into reliant k Oh, he the mm-hmm album from Lion K. He that's his fa- one of his favorite albums of all time. You know, um, I, I've said it before, Cameron, but your dad is very different than our dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my dad went to an event in Sevenfold Stone Sour uh, concert with me, yeah. uh, and was <laughs> loving it the entire time. He was like, "I haven't seen that kind of rock since the eighties." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He um, yeah. He, he, me and him have very, very close tastes in music. Yeah. Um, well, that's. And yep. from there, basically, it went to Event Sevenfold and System of Down. Yep. And then I was just and down a rabbit hole. And then you were hole. in your, where um, you felt you belonged from the beginning. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and my, my favorite bands of all time and have been since I was young are Event Sevenfold, System of a Down, like Billy Talent, uh, uh, mm-hmm. 
I mean, those are the big, those are the big, huge names, yeah. right? Like some, some later ones came that I still love very much, like Third and Midland. Panic at the Disco, which um, is a different sound. Uh, not, not Panic at the Disco was a newer love. Yeah. I, I did not love old Panic at yeah. all. Um, they, their their new sound they they made after their nicotine album was suddenly was like, oh, this yeah. is really good. Um, and, uh, that that came more after I was started to sing the the mm. stuff that they were making. Yep. I didn't really love it when I was listening to yep. it. Um. And uh, yeah, yeah, and I can play rock band and guitar hero for the majority of my oh, life yeah, music and say. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Event Sevenfold came from Guitar Hero too. Yep. Um, that's how I figured out about them, and I was yep. like, "Who is this? And what I wanted yeah. in my life?" And that whole album was just that nonstop. I remember I, I used to walk to school, and I'd get to school and just be like, "Yeah, I'm so pumped!" Because I'd listen to that whole album on the way to the way to school, <laughs> and it was so <laughs> hyperactive and yeah, and and pumped up, and I, I it was a really good way to start. My yeah. Day. I, I find it very interesting that the first album you listened to repeatedly and took ownership of was that Skillet album, which definitely presaged the um, the music you got into. Mm. And for for me and Steven, it was this Sonic uh, Sonic Adventure two album, which kind of <laughs> worked in two directions for me. I mean, the the comfort music of comfort music for me is just Sonic music because like that's ground zero. But it kind of worked in two different directions from there, where a lot of what I listened to past there was video game music and like rock from the seventies and eighties mm -hmm. and those two are what came directly the two things that inspired Sonic was video game music and rock from the seventies and eighties. So it's funny that yeah. those mm -hmm. albums just like completely shaped kind of where we went from there in, our, in terms also, of our comfort music. It, well, it was also kind of an odd place to start and really mm -hmm. sent us off in a strangely shaped trajectory in terms of music taste. Because right. I remember, you know, Oh man, loving Sonic Adventure 2 and then Sonic Adventure and Sonic Heroes and the whole gang. Um, and then video game music in, in general was that's what I listened to and also is still a lot of what I listened to. Um, and when I would play rock band, I would be like, man, I don't like any of this music. Like, I'm, I want to go back to video game music. And so it actually took me a long time to find my way into sort of anything mm -hmm. remotely resembling mainstream music or, or yeah. even like uh, music with lyrics and music yeah. you would ever hear on the radio. Um, yep. It's interesting because um, I kind of understand that now. I didn't really, that's it's good insight. I didn't really think about the fact that you guys were raised quote unquote on video game music. And I was raised mm -hmm. the opposite because I can remember the first video game. Cause I, I once again, with my weird memory of music, I memorized video game music. I played a lot. Mm -hmm. I could memorize, I could repeat the super Mario world theme song when I was 10 or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but I remember specifically the very first, uh, and I I think I've told you guys this before, so you might even remember this, but I, I remember the very first piece of music that touched me in a video game. And it touched me so much that I was like, I want this whole album. And I downloaded the whole album. And I was like, this is just amazing from start to finish. Do you guys remember what that is? Give me a year. Oh, shoot. Um, the game came out in 2005. Oh, 2005. so way before we knew you. Um, yes, but I think I've talked about this before. Okay, a game um, that came out in 2005 that you then wanted to download the whole thing and listen to. Shoot. Yeah. No, I don't remember. No. I don't know. It was Sunlit Earth from Shadow of the Colossus.
Oh, well, that's a good choice, man. What that is a very good choice. choice. I don't think you've ever told me that. Oh, uh, I might have at one point, but if if I did, it would have been a long yeah. time. Maybe I just told you, Brian, yeah. we're playing here yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, I that piano, that. I was just like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. And then from then on, I started to really pay attention to music more in video games. Um, I still never have loved them as much as you guys do. Of course, once in a while, when I find that amazing game like Celeste or yeah. like Near Automata, yeah. suddenly I'm like, oh, dude, all praise yeah. and Bastion, all praise this video game soundtrack. But I just do remember the Shadow of the Colossus, uh, mm-hmm. and it specifically it was Sunlit Earth because that, that's the, that's the final song that plays yeah. as the final mm-hmm. cutscene is going. And so I hadn't listened to this. I mean, I heard the music, but I wasn't listening to the music the whole time. And suddenly I heard that piano riff, and I was like. I want to play this whole game again for the music only. It's just amazing. It's so, so yeah. good. And it was so different from everything else I'd listened to in my life at that point, yeah. you know? Yeah. I didn't like piano music. <laughs> There's something <laughs> arresting about that song. I had a, yeah. a similar mm-hmm. effect when I heard it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just amazing. And it's melancholy, but also hopeful. It's very similar to um, Ori and uh, the Blind Forest, that song I like in Ori. Um, yeah. Oh, where yeah. it's it's almost yep. it's upbeat, yep. but it's also got a tinge of sadness. I just I like that style of anything, honestly. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, that really captured me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, that is interesting. <clears throat> but yeah, we got started. It's kind of funny because we got started in video game music really early, and I I think something similar happened to us both with video game music and Star Wars, where we kind of got into it. You know, before we're on the internet or anything or, or having any outside influence, we're kind of just experiencing it. So we got into mm-hmm. Star Wars when the prequels came out and we got into video game music through Sonic music. And then as we started to actually, you know, see other people who like those same things, we found out they hated both of those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> so that like was, a lot of the things that we were raised on, people were like, rough. oh, that's utter garbage. And it's like, oh, OK, <laughs> well, and I think that's part of what very quickly developed a thick skin for any Internet opinions on things, because it's like, eh, oh, well, all the stuff we like, people hate. That's fine. Um, and so from pretty early on, mm-hmm. it was just kind of the, <laughs> the default. It was never expected that people would like the things that we like. And- I think that that went through phases. Like, I think as we got a little yeah. bit older and into the more teenage, early teenage years, um, that started to develop into something of uh, a uh, an arrogance mm. or stubbornness. Uh, yeah, at least totally. stubbornness. Sort of like I mean, who can't be it. arrogant about Jar Jar Binks? Like, when you understand the true artistry behind, it's true. It, it's a truly <laughs> humble, um, right. Right. Humble but service that Ama anyway, Fest plays. Um, well, I don't know. At least for me, I remember that I could get sort of defensive about it. Mm. Um, how could they review the Sonic game so poorly on GameSpot.com? How could, <laughs> you know, people not see that, you know, uh, Star Wars Episode Three has the best Star Wars plot? Like, I could get a little bit like that for a while. So uh, I think that the thick skin had its, its benefits and its drawbacks. Well, I think everybody's like that with anything they like a lot. You know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, even if it's something popular, I'll defend anything that I like to death, even if it's mostly popular. If it's one person who hates my thing I like, I'll probably defend it anyways and be upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. there's a difference, though, when your very favorite things are like an internet joke. And like the only time anyone talks about them is to make fun of them. And then hmm. it starts to be a little bit like, I need to somehow to fit into this or i have terrible taste in things <laughs> and mm. i i literally can't relate to that 
And that's not me being like, I like good things and you like bad well, things. I just true, can't though. think of a you, thing that I like. I think you do tend to have better taste than me in media. Well, I um, wouldn't call it better. I would call it more aligned with the social, 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 societally normal. Yeah, that was a very even, like, socially you, normal you point way out, to say you know, like You point out the four, four bands you, you, you loved and like they're, they're, for the most part, very beloved bands. Like, of course, there are going to be people who criticize them, but like they're... They're, you're gonna find a lot of people that genuinely love those things um and in right. general like i think we talked about this once cameron it is it was almost impossible to find a game you loved that is like a bad game that reviewed poorly or that people hate like we couldn't do it did we find one? no i don't <laughs> think we found a single one um yeah so yeah. yeah i can see why that experience to you would just be kind of foreign it's like well i just don't like bad things so i don't ever have that problem <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah i'm not again not not meant to be like you guys like bad things right but it just is interesting because i you said that and i was like i'm really good at empathizing with people i cannot empathize <laughs> yeah, with them at all yeah, i'm trying yeah, yeah yeah i can't do it yeah i'm trying to recall how much it bothered me that people like um the whole stuff I, with the it, it might have not even been like yeah. one and i don't mean to talk over you but sure the I don't think it was so much like, oh, man, I feel bad about myself and have low self-esteem mm -hmm. as much as like mm -hmm. we would mm -hmm. both kind of develop an inner sort of critic and be like, right. nobody gets this. We're we understand this game is awesome. And everyone else is wrong. Like, oh, not yeah, in a mean totally. way, but totally. It's kind of in a mean way. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys right, grow right. up? <clears throat> to to realize that the things that you love so much might be flawed. Yeah. Right. And maybe just because we fell in love with them and played them for yeah, so long yeah. no, doesn't saying. mean that they're objectively good and right. everyone else is right. And, and not even like, and I don't want them to even like, I don't want you guys to even diminish your love with them. You know, I'm just curious if, as you grow up, you have realized that maybe Sonic One is not the most. Oh yeah, totally, totally. totally. Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it took that's, us a, while that's to a big. You're right. That's a big that. difference that happened. Of just like, oh yeah, no, that the, those are terrible in 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 many <laughs> many ways. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, because otherwise, what's your option to just double and triple down on your own uh, obsessions? And that's not good for anybody. So, well, one option would be to disavow them. Oh, like, yeah, that's also you know possible. What? I've been wrong the whole time. I don't like that thing anymore. And it's not right. that happens when you grow, yeah. but I also think that can happen as a different defense mechanism. Like, oh, that's, I didn't realize everyone hates that. I'm going to not like it anymore. And I think, right. I think we've come to a pretty healthy place where we're like, okay, yeah, I see it, but I still love many things about those and they're important to me. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, especially, I think that's an, important to realize when you think about things that were like, well, like that uh, Skillet album camera and those things that are like really mm -hmm. formative for you um to realize like you had no way of judging quality at that point anyway so it's no like but you don't just want to pretend you don't have a personal connection to the thing it's like those don't mm -hmm. have to be one-to-one -one. oh yeah um yeah yeah totally and and fun fun a side story with that skillet album when the next one came out comatose yeah that's the one i listened to me too i think yeah that one was I mean that one has problems yeah. too, but that one was so much better right. than Collide that I was immediately like, yeah. "Oh wow, Collide kind of <laughs> sucks." Right. This one's way better. Yeah. And then Skillet turned into disgusting, average, mediocre oh, right. music. Yeah, they really like, um changed. Um, they never had an identity, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was um, just, but I would the the guy who's 
I can't believe his throat still functions. <laughs> yeah, he's got a very unique voice. <laughs> um, Comatose also sort of got me into the melodic, um, like orchestral yeah, type stuff. Yeah, um, right. Because that that's that album had so much, and it was it was really well produced. Like I, I can hear in my brain because when I think of Collide, I just hear gar, 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 this really loud guitar and barely any drums because they're all so washed out by the guitar. It, with Comatose, I can hear the echoes of the drum pedal in my brain from that from that album because it's so well mm. mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just a really good. This is so off tangent. Yeah. It was such a really good mixed album compared to the muddy sounding Collide album that I just immediately was like, yeah. "Wow, this is so much better than Collide." Yeah, totally. So, <clears throat> total side thing. Quick mm. question, Cameron, did you ever listen to a band called Decipher Down? Oh yeah, I, I them. maybe have heard of it. What's their most popular song? Oh, geez. what was their popular song? I don't know. We just De- did the album. Deciphered De- down. It's like D E C Y F. I'm looking them up to see what's another Christian rock band that. Fight like this might have been it. I think Fight like this is probably the most popular. Just curious. I don't know if I know anyone else who knows that band. Listen to this. I still. I still, man, remember this weirdly well. Yeah, that was one of the, that was another album you got. I have no idea how or why, but it was much heavier uh, than anything else. Chris- Christopher said, hey, I downloaded a bunch of music legally. Here we go. <laughs> that sounds Our like friend it. Yeah. Hearing 2005-ish, 6-ish, 7-ish. Yep. This is definitely the type of music that Cameron would have been listening to. Right. I don't know if he actually listened to this. I, I do not recognize this song I'm listening to, but it might have, this might be a new one. Yeah. Uh, these guys are the a little These guys are a little too butt rocky for me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think they were a little too nickelbacky for you too. You, you guys oh, actually know yeah. what the, the origin of the term butt rock means? I don't. I hear I people say it, it up from like it's two like, weeks ago and forgot. I, I'm confused by it because it's everything from like the bright sonic music to Bon Jovi to uh-huh. stuff like this. So uh-huh. I'm like, what? Uh-huh. Is the thread between all of those? This is KWRC, nothing but rock. That's oh. right. Yep. <laughs> so it's all the stuff that the generic rock stations would play. Nothing. It's but just rock. like okay. exuberant, um, unself-conscious, straight-ahead rock. Yeah, and okay. with no, with I would call it with almost. It can really one of the okay. I wouldn't say this for everything, but one of the major components is it doesn't feel like it has a soul. It feels like it's just yeah corporate rock music. I was about to say that sounds like corporate. Yeah, like it's trying to describe what we have so many different words for is mm. when music mm-hmm. becomes that corporate product. Um, yeah, that's it. That's a funny. Um, I like that origin for the term though. That makes me uh, understand that term way better now. Um, I've never heard this song and I don't love it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't particularly, I never honestly particularly liked that band very much, yeah. but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was one, it was just another one of those stepping stones to it where I'm like, this is what music I like is. And then I just dropped it one day and never looked back yep. as, as uh-huh. I found the new stepping stone. Right. Right, um, right. Just for funsies. Oh, we're still we're doing a podcast. I, <laughs> I forgot. Yes, I was going to send are. you guys some more music. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I guess I won't. 
<laughs> yeah, this unless someone does some serious editing work, this is eventually going to get pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally, totally. And I mean, we probably can play whatever we want. It's not like we're going to get copyright strikes. Oh yeah, or something, yeah. Of so course. okay, well, you know what? Um, fine, then listen to this. Yeah. Oh, I okay. my song. Yeah, we can play it in the background. Listen to like you don't have to listen to the whole song. Skip ahead to like a oh. minute or something. Okay. And, and then once you've listened to a little bit of that, just go into the, the beginning of the, the chorus in this song. And you can hear, not just like the samples, because that's real violins now, you can hear the studio so much better, and it's so much better mix. It's just amazing. Do you know if they got a different producer? No clue. I would assume they just got better at their job. <laughs> Possibly. Cool. Well, that was a fun walk down musical memory lane. There are a million other branches I could go down, but I think mm -hmm. that was a good uh, a good summation of our, of our early musical origins, which are not particularly um, surprising. Yes, they're not particularly surprising. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's 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 the best. I way have to put a whole it. Celine like, Dion album memorized. Yeah, is that oh, surprising? Well, that that's slightly more surprising. Want me to sing it for you? I'm trying to think of what the most surprising thing I would have listened to like early on, um, and really liked. Hoof. I've been waiting for so I've... long <laughs> for a miracle yeah. to come. Yeah, I. Everyone told me to mm. be strong. Let him finish. All right. Hold on, don't shed a tear. Hush now, I see the light the in the sky. Oh yeah. Oh, it's almost blinding me. I can't believe I've been touched by an angel. With wow, love. that is definitely something beyond. Let the rain. <laughs> for a new sun, a new day has come. Okay. Are we still doing a podcast? <laughs>